Yo, what's up? Good morning, wrestling world. It's Word Wrestling Live. We're back, uh, better than ever. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to tell you guys this. I've got a little sponsor that says, uh-oh, uh-oh, I just dropped my balls. But here it is. Your balls will thank you. We got the lawnmower 3.0. Uh, I just lost the lawnmower though. It's down here. Uh, but Manscaped, we are sponsored by Manscaped. Go to uh, manscaped.com, W A R D, get 20% off uh, for your lawnmower 3.0. And, uh, you know, like my buddy says, a stump looks bigger in the desert than it does in the woods. But anyway, we're here with Justin Portillo. Portillo. Oh, I learned the right way, right? Not Portillo. It's Portillo. Yeah. I got it. Justin Portillo with uh, Grand View, the top NAIA team in the country. Uh, he was a two-time state champ in Iowa, one and a half years at South Dakota State. Got that right, too. Yeah. And he transferred over to uh, the great Grand View University. He was third, fifth, and second so far at Nationals. He's been ranked number one in the nation going into Nationals the last few years. Uh, just hasn't quite gotten to the top of the podium yet, but I'm sure he's got big goals this year. Uh, and he's a smart kid. He's running a 4.0 GPA average, which is probably more important than any of the other stuff. So that's a good thing. And uh, I'm sure glad to have him here with me today. Uh, what's up, Justin, man? Sorry about that. I, I usually do a better job, but my balls are slipping. So <laughs> I had to <laughs> grab them. But man, what's up, man? How you doing? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Nice to be here. Yeah, man, I'm glad I, I'm glad I reached out. I'm glad you said yes. Uh, it's always good to get people from the great grand view on. Um, I, I never knew anything about you guys until I started this show and I've learned quite a bit and I've had quite a few on and, uh, uh, you know, what Coach Mitchell does there, I've heard is makes magic, not just on the wrestling matter in the wrestling room, but uh, the way he's able to reach out to kids that are maybe fading from the sport, maybe haven't been around the right people yet, maybe just haven't been in the right situation and has been able to bring those kids into his program, get them not only to excel on the mat, but excel in the classroom and, and get GPAs they've never even seen before uh, is amazing, man. I, I mean, uh, talk about that program. How, how amazing is it to be a part of it? How much have you learned from that coaching staff and and I know you got a couple Florida hammers in your room now too, with Bonilla and um, uh, you got another one just came up from South Florida. Uh, so uh, welcoming some Florida boys to your room, and uh, that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, you hit it right on the nose, saying like he saved a lot of people that are drifting away from the sport. I was one of them, and uh, he just brought me into the family. Wrestling results completely aside, I've had the best time of my life here. I've, I've grown in from a, you know, a, a boy into a, a grown man. So uh, he's taught me so much about life. I've made some friends that will last the rest of my life and super great place to be. Yeah, and uh, it's Verona, the kid that I, I, was, uh, I, was, I was thinking of. And um, it's been... Uh, it's been cool to see some Florida guys get into your room with you and, and watch them grow. And I look forward to seeing them do some big things with you guys too. Uh, sure. You and Verona might be close in weight, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a 125 pounder too. I haven't gotten to wrestle him yet, but. Oh, good. That'll be, uh, that'll be fun for you. He's a good kid. For uh, sure. For sure. 
but yeah, man. So, so that's good. So, so he kind of, you were going down that same path and he was able to, uh, fish you in and, and now look at you now 4.0 GPA, uh, going into, is this going to be your senior year? Yeah, this will be my last year wrestling in college. Oh. Well, you know, you never know, may go on to bigger things. If not, you'll just go become some big thing in life. Right. For uh, sure. I know you've got a twin brother wrestling over at, uh, one of the Nebraskas, right? Yep, Nebraska Carney. Wow, that must have been cool growing up with a twin. Uh, I'm sure you guys started wrestling at the same time, right? Yeah, yeah. We started wrestling when we were four years old. And uh, I took one year off when I was in fourth grade. I was, I was having some health issues. And uh, I think I used to be a little bit better than him. But uh, <laughs> when I came back after that one year off, it was a big difference. So I had a lot of catching up to do. And he's always been... Uh, kind of a, a goal right in front of my face. Someone, you know, dangling carry right in front of my face. Like, I want to catch this guy. I want to be able to beat this guy. So, yeah, growing up, he's always been my, my best buddy there, training partner. That's cool. Uh, what, uh, what was it like, um, you know, obviously through this pandemic this summer, we've been shut down, right? So um, a lot of kids don't have a twin brother or, or a sibling close to age to them. So maybe they took a step back. Maybe they were just lifting weights a lot and staying in shape, but on the mat, they really didn't get to work on their timing, on their skills. Um, what kind of benefit was it to have him home and what kind of stuff did you guys do to be able to keep each other, you know, on your toes and prepared for, for your senior years? Yeah. So we did a lot of different things, got in trouble a couple of times. Uh, <laughs> he came back to Clarion, Iowa, which is our hometown. I was already there. And, uh, you know, that was when things first like started getting shut down. And me and him felt like doing a stadium run. So we went to the, the football field that no one really ever goes in. And, of course, like five minutes into running, a freaking cop car pulls up with its lights on. And uh, we're just like, geez, of course, like – we can't even work out in peace but uh the cop was really cool he was just like yeah the school called you're not supposed to be here i wish i could let you go but you're not supposed to so happens we left there and no one was really wrestling at that time but uh i went to live with him for a month in carney which is where he lives he still had a month left on his lease or whatever and i just figured in my head, it was going to be like one of those training montages you see in one of those movies, you know, music in the background, just training the whole summer, getting better. And, uh, you know, I got there and we, we did a couple of wrestling workouts. And then, of course, one day this lady peeks in. She just peeks her head in the door to the wrestling room and then she leaves. And me and my brother just look at each other like, I guess we're fine if she left. But then like 15 minutes later, she comes back with some like, big scary looking dude that like <laughs> basically just like yells and says you guys can't be in here you got to get out of here whatever and that sucked because I don't want to get my brother in me personally I didn't care because I don't go to school there but I didn't want to get my brother or the rest of the wrestling team in trouble for being in the wrestling room so and that was just like a week into it and I was, I was pretty bummed so we weren't able to get on the mat much that that month but we got really creative with the ways that we got better um watched a lot of technique videos, um, watched a lot of our own technique videos and reviewed each other, which is something that we both have a, a blast doing. And then, you know, we also watched a lot of online technique. Uh, given the quarantine, I, I feel like there's been a lot of like a big boom 
and like the online technique libraries and stuff. Of course, you got Flow Wrestling. Uh, there's people like DPS Breakdowns on Twitter. He does a lot of really good stuff. Um, uh, Dodgers Wrestling on Twitter. What? Yeah, you've got uh, Broman Creighton out of California. Uh, Coach Umaselli up in New York with Curry3. Uh, he's got a great one too, so you can check those out. Um, For sure. Yeah, I'll check out both of those guys. But yeah, we did that. And then uh, he's got, they call it The Hill in Kearney, and it's a really intimidating hill. Um, I forget the numbers on the hill, like how long it is or how uh, how high it elevates, but uh, he'll probably tell you a lot about that. Did some buddy carries of that, and uh, that's something that, like, yes, I could do on my own. You know, I could run up on a hill on my own. I could do running and conditioning on my own, but it's so much better to have someone nipping at your heels on a run or, or pushing you the whole time. Like, it, it can be lonely on the way to the top, you know? Like, that's, that's what people say, but, uh, Super nice to have my brother there, um, always pushing me. Uh, I know I was kind of annoying to him a lot this summer, and he was annoying to me back about, like, hey, what are you doing to get better today? Or are you just going to be laying on the couch all day? Like, you know, we always, you know, yes, it's summer, and yes, you, you kind of got to take a break, but we were also always nipping each other's heels. Um, but, yeah, we didn't have a mat, but we were really craving, like, wrestling. So we did a lot of hand fighting out in the grass, and, we kind of created our own little version of wrestling, you know, you know, you got freestyle folk style, uh, Greco. Um, we, we created a version of grass wrestling with like special types of takedowns. Um, it was really interesting, but of course we ended up getting a little chippy with that. Uh, he put me down a little bit too hard one time in the grass or, and it wasn't nice grass. Like <laughs> it, was, it was not a great, lawn that we were wrestling on so he got a little excited and slammed me down and of course we were started you know talking crap to each other uh but that's that's us we, we do stuff like that all the time but uh yeah we had a lot of really fun ways to to get better this summer and then of course you know training finally started opening back up and it, i'm getting all my stuff ready to move back to des moines to super excited to finally be able to wrestle again and a week before I'm ready to move back, I, I get I get COVID. I get I get sick. Um, uh, I, I got really sick. My my dad got it too. I got tested, and of course, I, I got coronavirus. And uh, I was super bummed about that. So I, I had to quarantine for a couple of weeks. And uh, just my luck, of course. You know, like I'm perfectly healthy all summer long, and then as soon as it's time to move back, I get sick. So. Oh man, what was that, that kind of stuff? What was that? What was that like? Uh, the 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 sickness itself wasn't that bad. Like, there was one night that was really bad, and like I couldn't sleep and whatever. Like, I thought it was the end of the world. But uh, but besides that, like, it's just tedious. Like, you know how it is. Like, it's not the sickness itself that's that bad. It's just super contagious. So, of course, I don't want to risk getting other people sick, and so I, I just had to kind of chill for a while. Um, you've been then, yeah, like breathing became harder. Yeah, you've been retested since then? No, I'm getting tested uh, next week, actually. I'm going to get tested. Uh, they're, they're doing frequent testing here <coughs> of, of everyone. So You're feeling better? You're feeling fresh? You're feeling good? I felt perfectly fine for a while. Like, And I played it safe. Like, I was only supposed to quarantine for two weeks once symptoms ended, ended but I spent, like, an extra – two weeks on top of that, just because I, I, I don't want to risk things. You know, I, I want to be able to wrestle this season. I want to be able to attend classes in person. I want to be able to live my life. 
So if I got to sacrifice a little bit extra and if I got to, you know, be a little bit smarter about things ahead of time, then, then so be it. I'm not going to complain about that. It sucks. Yes. But that's part of my, my duty as a citizen, I guess. Oh, uh, you got a good story. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> it's all said and done. Right. Um, but that's cool. So it, it, it kind of screwed you up there for the first couple of days. But then after that, it was just like a cold. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of thankful for the break that I had to take from that because uh, when I did come back training, you know, it took me like a week and a half, maybe two weeks to get into my groove. But since then I, I've been feeling really good in practice, like super good. And I had some injuries last semester that I was dealing with. And uh, a lot of times wrestlers are, we're, we're a little bit hard headed and uh, you know, we're so focused on getting better every day and being on the grind or whatever that we forget to listen to our bodies and let, let ourselves heal so I, I think, you know, a small break there was actually very beneficial for me because, yeah, like I said, I've been feeling really, really good in the practice room lately. So I'm, I've been riding that wave. How did your, um, did your brother get tested? Make sure he didn't have it from you being over there. With he him? had it too. He had it too. We all, me, my brother, and my dad all had it at the same time. So. Oh, damn. I wonder how you guys got it. Um, my, I'm, I'm pretty sure my dad got it from his work, but my, my dad actually had it pretty bad. He was he was in the hospital for a while. I was a little bit worried about him. And then, because, you know, he's a little bit older and whatever. Like, me and my brother are young and in shape, so we were able to handle it pretty good. But, um, yeah, that was a tough time for, for our family. But, but yeah. hey, we're glad we're through the other side of it, and we yeah. fought the big, scary COVID, and we're good now. For sure, for sure. Uh, that means all your wrestling matches this year should be a breeze. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I made it through that, so I'm a little bit tougher than everyone else now. <laughs> yeah. So, man, so uh, coming out of Iowa, uh, you were two-time state champ, so I'm sure you had a lot of, you know, being a state champ out of a state like Iowa or Ohio State or Pennsylvania or whatever, I'm sure you're highly touted. Uh, you decided South Dakota State was the place for you to, to start your career off. Uh, you were there for a few years, and then um, decided to make the transfer. So, you know, first, you know, talk about that process and picking your school and, and what's that like and, and what kids should really prepare themselves for transition to the next level. And then, and then let us know the decision to decide, you know what, maybe San Diego state or South Dakota state's not the right place for me. Yeah. Uh, and, and I made the move to Grandview back home. I'm closer to family or whatever the reason was. Yeah. So my, College decision is probably going to be one of the toughest decisions that you'll ever make in your life. Like, it's it's so hard to like. It seemed like there was a lot of different right answers. I, I visited mostly D one schools coming out of high school. I, I I was just really set on my my D one dreams. I think the only I might have visited like two non D one schools, and Grandview was one of them. And uh, yeah, I I made the wrong choice. Like, I, I was just too focused on going D one. I I could even admit that I think my ego was a little bit too big coming out of high school. Um, you know, if it wasn't D1, I didn't care. But, uh, you know, South Dakota State didn't seem like the worst choice. You know, they, they had some big name coaches there. Um, not too far from home, but it was also a pretty good distance from home. Loved the campus and all that. And uh, that's where I decided I wanted to go. But, um, yeah, I, I got to campus and just things weren't quite the way that I thought they would be. And uh, I, I just... It, it was a rough year. Like that first year was pretty rough for me, but I, I just kept trying to tell myself to to toughen it out. You know, everyone's first year's hard. 
but uh, they had a pretty good 125er there too, didn't they? Uh, my my redshirt year, their 125 pounder was Ben Gillette. Super great guy. Um, he was a senior, really good wrestler. He beat me up a lot that year, but um, um, I'm really thankful for that guy. Uh, I to be completely honest, I didn't connect with a lot of people at that school, but he was someone that I really did connect with. Great role model. He was a 4.0 student. Went into med school straight out of, you know, after his senior year. Um, and you had Gross there too. Wasn't he close to your weight? Yep. Gross was a 33-pounder. I, I went with him a, a decent amount. I had some morning drills set up with him Tuesday mornings at 7 a.m. And those were really fun. Gross is really good to wrestle with, especially because, you know, when I first got there, you know, I, I can admit, like, he was quite a bit better than me. But uh, he wasn't so focused with just, you know, beating the crap out of me. He was focused with you know, improving his game while also improving my game. So very technical wrestler, got into a lot of really good scrambles with him. Uh, if you watch the way I wrestle compared to the way he wrestles, you'll see a lot of similarities. So yeah, I, had I got to meet him once. Thank God. Uh, I was blessed. I was on, I got invited to the fantasy show on home at advantage and okay, yeah. that, and I got to meet him on there and uh, seems like a real nice guy. Yeah. I, I think he's a really good guy, but yeah. So I, I was surrounded by, um, a few really good people there, but uh, just, yeah. you know, just not the place for you. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of personal issues going on that year. I won't lie. Um, and I, I'm thankful for my time at South Dakota state. I am. Uh, if you would have asked me when I was first leaving that school, I probably would have told you different, but um, it just, the way the coaches are there isn't really the way that it's not really the, it works for some people, but it didn't work for me. And that's all think, I really say um, about that. But, you yeah. think, do you think being a twin and always having your twin with you and then being separated to go to college, uh, do you think there was a little bit of like, this sucks, I don't like this? Well, kind of, but like I said, first coming out of high school, me and my twin went on almost every single visit together. Like we were kind of a package deal. We wanted to go to college together. Like we thought that'd be pretty cool. And originally the plan coming out of high school was like eventually he could bulk up to 133 and I could be 125 boom deadly one-two punch but uh you know halfway through our time at South Dakota State we were thinking like we might both be 125 pounders and uh you know I, I've lived with the guy my entire life you know we kind of got tired of each other and <laughs> um you know not just that but uh we kind of wanted to build our own identities it, it gets kind of tiring just being known as one of the twins or getting called Josh all the time when I'm Justin or just Portillo and not knowing who they're talking to. Like, it really sucks because you can't, I couldn't like be my own person. You know, they just see us as the twins. So we kind of agreed when we decided to leave South Dakota State that we would go our separate paths. So we didn't go on any of the same visits together uh, once we left SDSU. Um, and, you know, that was our choice. Like we knew it would be hard, but we also knew that that's absolutely what we had to do to set us up, set, to set ourselves up for, the best possible future. So you both, you both was, went to South Dakota. And I think I'm gonna, You both went to yeah. South Dakota together first. Yes, yes, we did go to South oh, Dakota. Okay. okay, I didn't know that, I apologize. So then you yeah. both took off from there. Yeah, from there, we kind of just both knew like, it's time to go our separate ways. And I think we both visited quite a few different schools that second time around. It seemed like schools were a lot more interested in the second time around and not the first for whatever reason, but, um. I mean, we had a pretty decent redshirt season, I guess. But um, 
in the back of our minds, I think we both kind of knew where we wanted to go. I, I think I always knew it would be Grandview. And the reason I kind of always felt like it would be Grandview, like, and this is just one of the reasons, but, uh, you know, once I decided in South Dakota State, most of the schools that were recruiting me, they were D1 schools, and they kind of just turned their shoulder to me. They just, I mean, it's a business, okay? I get it. Like, if I'm not going to school, you don't care about me anymore, but they wouldn't, they, you know, they'd kind of give me some mean looks at tournaments and stuff, like, how dare you go to South Dakota State and not here? But uh, one coach or one set of coaches was a little bit different than everyone else, and that was the Grandview coaches. Uh, we, we competed at quite a few different Opens together, Iowa State Open, uh, the Sioux City Open, and uh, they're just always walking around with a smile on their face, just that they would try talking to me and stuff and just have an open conversation with me, despite me competing for, you know, the enemy team or whatever. Like I faced, I faced one of their guys at both of those tournaments, but they were just always friendly to me. And that kind of showed to me like, yes, it's a business. Yes, it's wrestling. It's, it's a serious sport, whatever, but that, that's not all it is. And you can still be friendly to other people. And that, that was just a really important thing to me. So. So you, you were the perfect, perfect fit for coach Mitchell. I mean, he's always, <clears throat> I don't know him personally. I've never met him. I've only gotten to meet him the last few months vicariously through Grandview students. Mm -hmm. And, um, it seems like uh, when he puts his arm around you, uh, it really changes your life. So, well, yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, he like literally saved my life in in many ways. Like, I, I thought about like I was really close to. I kind of thought about quitting wrestling, and that's a lot for me to say because since I was four years old, you know, wrestling's been so important to me. It's, it's a huge family thing for me, and uh, like. I, I've just always had fun with wrestling and I, I thought about putting that I, I was honestly thinking about I was thinking about dropping out of college to be honest like I, I just I, I had a lot of things going on in my head and he took me at a point where I, I felt like nobody believed in me I, I felt like a lot of people had given up on me and he if nothing else he believed in me and he brought me into a place uh I mean when he recruited me our at 125 and it's kind of like that every year but like we were like four deep with all American caliber people. Um, so it was like no guarantee that I was gonna make the starting lineup. Uh, and to be honest, I, I kind of didn't really care if I was gonna make the starting lineup. I just wanted to go somewhere where I would be happy. But, you know, I got there, worked my ass off. And uh, like I said, I, I really wasn't even expecting to, to make the lineup. But uh, one day he, this was my freshman year, you know, he just came up to me and he was like, you're gonna be one of the guys, we're taking you. and that literally like I tried to like play it off like and just you know be cool like sweet but like on the inside I was just so happy like yes he's giving me a chance because um and I later found out why but like my performances when I transferred to Grandview weren't even like amazing but apparently what he saw in me was like my fight like there was one match at the Missouri Valley invite where um the Missouri Valley invite is it's like the midlands of NAIA okay so it's it's a pre-nationalist basically and uh, I only took seventh place but uh the guy I beat for eighth for seventh and eighth he was beating me by like a lot of points with a minute left but I just kept charging at the dude I ended up taking him to his back with short time and uh I guess coach just liked the way I fought and uh I, I like that way of thinking because to be honest I can't control a lot of things you know sometimes I might lose matches and you know no, no matter how good I wrestle sometimes that just happens but uh, 
he looks at a lot more than just the results. Doesn't really do wrestle-offs, and he gave me a chance. Even though there was another guy at 125 that was really, really good, Matt Wynn, he, he like, beat up on me all year. And um, so we took two guys at 125. All right, so, and yeah. you have a, another two-time state champ coming to you from Florida that's around your weight with, with Verona. So he just – yeah. And he, he gets some he gets some good wrestlers up there and some good kids. Yeah, I mean now at one twenty five we we've got me who's a three time All American and national finalist. We've got an ex Fargo champion JUCO All American Paul Mascarenas at one twenty five. Super love that guy, great training partner. We got Verona, who I'm pretty sure was a world team member in Greco or whatever, multiple time state champ. And we got Matt Jordan, who just took second in JUCOs this past year. All, so that's four. Really, really, really good guys. All you at ask, um, have, have you heard how Verona won his second state championship? I, I'm pretty sure I watched uh, your interview here. Um, oh, he yeah, with him. Heavyweight um, roll onto his ankle and break it. <clears throat> uh, yeah. During warmups for the states. And then, but he talks about how important it was to know Greco because you can use your upper body. If, if he didn't know that, I don't know if he could have ran through it, but. Good kid, man. You, I think you'll like being around him. Um, yeah. Man, that's awesome. So uh, again, Mitchell, Mitchell does it again, huh? <laughs> yeah, classic Mitchell. Get some great people. Uh, hey, old Rangel is on here. That's my dog. Gabe. Yeah. He's my roommate. Yeah, he's probably. Oh, over here. I had him on the show. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah, I told him about that. I, I knew you had him on a while ago. Yeah, man, he's a. He was awesome, man, talking to him. What a good kid. Uh, who else? Sure. There was a big heavyweight that used to wrestle for you guys, I think, that was on the show with him. Hmm. Not sure. Not sure. Gabe, didn't you have somebody on the show with you? Maybe that was another kid. I thought it was him that had a, a big heavyweight on with him that wrestled at Grandview. Yeah, we've had a couple pretty good heavyweights, so I can tell you which one. But... So you're happy now, you're, you're in the right place, you feel like uh, it's, it's a good fit for you. You've been there how long now? I got here January of 2018, so. Two years. However, however long that is, but yeah, the, the, the culture here is amazing. Like, and it's, <laughs> it's really a cultural thing. Like our team's like 80 guys and uh, every single one of them wants the same goal. You know, like some, some schools, you know, people aren't as motivated, but it's, it's hard to not be super motivated and excited to come work hard every single day. Oh, uh, no, I had Rangel by himself. I remember, dude, I just, I've had so many shows. I remember somebody in the NAIA I had on and they brought some big heavyweight with them. I didn't remember who it was. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. Well, um, you ready for the 10 questions? For sure, for sure. All right, man. So Bebops or Zombie Burger? Definitely Zombie Burger. And I, I only say that because uh, every year after the state tournament, that was our go-to place to celebrate. Uh, I, I'm a big zombie guy. Like, nice. I've been in on zombies for a while. And oh, I see, it over, your, I see and it over your shoulders. You're nobody. Oh, yeah, Dia <laughs> uh, Taco pizza or breakfast pizza? I like breakfast pizza. I really like some bacon, egg, and cheese breakfast pizza. That's funny. I talked to um, Eric Thompson. Mm -hmm. that m2 oh yeah when he first was up at like when he went up to pennsylvania or something he was making a breakfast pizza in, in the kitchen with his buddies and they're all like 
what the hell is that? And then they ate it and they were like, yo, this shit is dope. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what do I have here? Blank Park Zoo or History Farms? I've actually never been to either. Oh, well. So I, I don't know. I, I do uh, like zoos, but for some reason I've never been to the one here. <laughs> Scotcheroos or Dutch letters? I like Scotcheroos. I think you get more bang for your buck with those. I, I, think, I think they're pretty good. They look like kind of butterscotch brownies, right? Yeah, that and that's an Iowa thing. Like I wasn't I wasn't even raised in Iowa. I was in Ohio up until like halfway through high school, but I came here and everyone was like, ooh, scotcheroos, scotcheroos. <laughs> They're pretty good, yeah. Adventureland or Heritage Carousel? I guess Adventureland. Uh Adventureland, yeah. Or fun. Um yeah. all right, the tenderloin sandwich or the Iowa chop. Um, probably tenderloin, I guess. That's tough. Yeah. They're both good, right? Baldwin Park or Union Park? Uh, what was the first one you said? Baldwin, uh, Birdland Park or Union Park? I, I like Union Park. Union Park's like kind of right down the street from here. And, uh, or we have a park called Union Park. You guys run or something, right? We run there all the time, do some hills there. Pretty fun. <laughs> um, the Art Center or the Science Center? Uh, the Arts Center. I, I like science and all, but uh, I love going to the Arts Center. The, the one here in Des Moines got a nice little rose garden in the back. You can go picnic out there and stuff. That's one of my favorite things. But I like it. All right. So last one. Do we do fried chicken or fried catfish? Fried chicken. I'm not a, I'm not a big fish guy. I'm not a big fish guy. Fried chicken. Hell yeah. Now fried chicken during the season. No, I like grilled chicken though. I get by with grilled chicken. <laughs> like it's smoked? Yeah, yeah. For sure. How's that Iowa barbecue? Any good? I think so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nebraska has that pretty good barbecue down by your brother. Yeah, I mean, Nebraska is pretty similar to Iowa. I, Very it, close, right? Pretty... Yeah, when, yeah, I, when I, I had Alex Thompson on and, and you, we were talking about him earlier, I think he's like right on the border of, of Nebraska. So yeah, uh, you know, some, a lot of the, a lot of the kids on that end of the state, you're either like Iowa state or Nebraska kind of. People. Right. Yeah. He, he's from right around in that area, but from Des Moines to my brother's school is like four and a half hours. It's, it's a pretty good drive, but I don't see the difference really between Iowa and Nebraska. I don't know why people argue like one's better than the other, but they have the same price. <laughs> Yeah, who's got better wrestling? Well, anyone can tell you that's Iowa. Like that's <laughs> that is that's not even up for debate. Like, sorry, Nebraska. Nebraska's good. Don't get me wrong, but did I read something correct that there's there's a new NAI school opening up for wrestling or? Uh, there's a few. I mean, yeah, there's there's a whole in Iowa. Is that what you said? Yeah, I thought I read yesterday or the day before that there's another Iowa school that's is it NAIA or? Thought it was like a brand new one, like a few days ago. Yeah, maybe it's Division Three. I don't know. I hmm, I'll have to check in. I usually stay up to up to date on uh, when new programs are starting or whatever. But uh, that's that's good. NAI is the fastest growing. A uh, NAI powerhouse like Grandview. Open up another one, and I'm I'm sure. Yeah, that'd, that'd be crazy. I I don't know how. I still don't quite understand how how Coach Mitchell and Coach Reedy did what they did. Like. You can't like there's there's not even a science like 
it just doesn't make any sense how they created this dynasty. I mean, it yeah, makes sense I, when you uh, get who they are, but. Yeah, Cody Goodwin said he just, uh, I think he said, what did he say? He, first of all, he's got a way, he's built this championship mentality. He's built this mm-hmm. winning mentality. He's built uh, this belief in, in all these kids. And, yeah. um, and then just being that figure around him, he said, uh, just, you know, like you said, what he did for your life. Um, I talked to Benia, Wrangle, Verona, the girls. I, I know the girls, he's not their coach, but. Their coach was coached by Mitchell, though. Yeah. Their so coach went through Mitchell. So sure his culture. A lot of carry over there. Yeah, I'm sure his culture leaks right into that room. Um, sure. So, yeah, pretty cool. Pretty good stuff, man. I, 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 love, I love having you on. And it looks like your brother skipped class just to listen to you. So. Oh yeah, is he on here? Awesome. He says, says, I'm going to be late to class, but I can't stop watching this. (laughs) So man, hey, Joshua, you're always welcome on the show. If you want to come on, let's do it. Um, Man, um, let me know if if your girl wants to come on next week. I can send you a Women on the Mat link and uh, we can get her on anytime, whenever she wants to come on. If times don't work, just tell her to let me know. I'll adjust for her. And um, first of all, I really want to know how bad does she kick your ass on the mat? Uh, she tries, but uh, <laughs> people actually think it's kind of funny. Like we've gone live in front of them a couple of times and I don't take it easy on her. She doesn't want any, anyone to take it easy on her, but she's a little one-on-one pounder. Um, and, you know, usually, you know, she looks like a cute little nice girl. So people like take it easy on her, but uh, ask anyone. I, I put it on her. I bring the tears sometimes. <laughs> That's good, man. Makes her tougher. For sure. But uh, I think she's got plenty of tough girls in that room. I've talked to a few of them. Again, she's welcome to come on. Uh, Ambrose, new men's NAIA school competing in the heart. Ambrose, okay. That's good. Wow, okay. That's new. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I swore I saw something. Thanks, Josh. Um, Yeah, man, your brother came through. Hell yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right, brother, man, you take it easy. I love having you on again. Yeah, Uh, thank you. Josh, you're welcome on. Allure is her name? Allure? Allure? Allure Couch. Yep. Come on, man. Let's do it. I'll get around. Yeah, for sure. All, All right. right. Thank, Thank you. you. Tell Arabis I said what's up. Will do. Yep. Peace.